Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today uh, is a longtime friend, uh, Mr. Matt McWilliams. Uh, is, uh, he's the author of the book coming out real soon. You see it if you're watching on the YouTube channel in his backdrop. It's called Turn Your Passions Into Profits, The Proven Path for building a rewarding online business. Uh, you may also know, know him as the affiliate guy. Uh, he's got a podcast by that name, and he's really one of the best affiliate marketers in the industry, I think. Um, I've gotten the chance to work with Matt over the years in a, in a lot of different capacities in the early days. Um, he ran all of our affiliate stuff, which is a huge part of the reason why we were even able to get on the map and get to our first million and few million dollars in sales for self-publishing school. And then fast forward to today, it's cool. It's kind of full circle um, as working and training uh, our affiliate and business development team at SBS so that we can scale uh, to multi-millions per year from affiliates. So affiliates are something that I really believe in. Matt McWilliams is something that I really believe in. So we're going to merge the two here today uh, and talk and give a little behind the scenes on his new book in this interview. So Matt, welcome. Great to have you here. Man, good to be here, Chandler. Thanks so much for having me, bud. So talk to me about um, why this book? How does this fit in with your business goals? Why did you decide to do this book? And you're obviously spending a lot of time on it, a lot of energy yep. on it, while at the same time having this big business. And it's, it's a lot to manage. So why, why do this? And how does this fit in with, with, your, with your goals? Yeah, you know, it, it's as much as anything, it, it's a passion project. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's certainly there's business goals. Please don't misunderstand me. But like, uh, it probably would have been easier to write a book about, you know, that's more towards uh, like seven figure entrepreneurs who could become clients like you talked about working with your team or working, you know, like we did in the past running your stuff. But uh, for, for me, it was just this, like, I, I talked to so many entrepreneurs and I, I keep just hearing from them over and over again, like, you know, these, these lies, these misconceptions, like the world doesn't need my voice. You know, like there's somebody saying the same thing I would say. Um, there, there's, you know, there's enough messengers in the world. There's, you know, like, or, 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 you know, like I love what I'm doing, but I'm not making any money. And then I hear people saying the reverse of that, like, dude, my business is succeeding, but I hate it. I'm not passionate about it. And so that was kind of the genesis of the title, right? You know, passions into profits, right? How do you turn your passions into profits? Was I see so many entrepreneurs that are on those two extremes. They're passionate, but they're not making any money. They're making money, but they're not passionate. And I wanted to come up with like, how do we merge those two together? And so the whole premise of the book it really hinges on one belief. And that's that the world needs your message. The world needs your message, but it's not going to wait passively or patiently. The world needs your message, but it's going to move on without it. You know, and so how do we take that, those passions, how do we take that idea, that message, our life experiences, our unique life experiences. People forget sometimes how unique their life actually is. Nobody has ever experienced the exact same things that you've experienced. That doesn't mean you can't be empathetic. It just means nobody has your experiences combined with your message. 
Um, and so how do we take those and actually turn them into a profitable business? So that was the genesis of this. It's just years and years of hearing the same things over and over again until I finally was like, I, I've, I've got to get this out in the world in some way. And I know like you, you know, my personal belief is Chandler, uh, there's no better way than a book. There are other ways. There are other ways. There's just not a better way. And so we wanted to get this out in many hands as possible. Uh, courses are great. You can make a lot of money with courses, but you know, hundreds of people would buy the course. Uh, we believe, mm. you know, thousands, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands or possibly maybe, you know, hopefully people could buy this book. Yeah, that's great. You talk about the personal passion behind the topic, uh, behind this topic, uh, which I think partially answers this question, but I'll, you know, maybe ask it anyway, just to yeah. see your take. And, and, you know, the book isn't out yet and I haven't got a copy as a result. I haven't got a copy yet. And so I haven't read it. So um, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of the book yet, but I think on surface value, it'd be easy to say, Hey, why not, like you're the affiliate guy. Why not just write an affiliate book? And like, yeah. like I said, maybe you have some, some of those components within this, building your online business piece, but how did you decide on this topic versus just like straight in the pocket? Let's write an affiliate management book. Yeah. That sort of thing. So I'm going to answer that question, but let me just say this, like there's 10 steps in the book, right? Uh, step nine is commit to monetize. All right. So we go all the way from clarify who you help to create consistent content. Well, the step before that is commit to monetize. And that's a mindset thing. And we talk a lot about the mindset. Not surprisingly, I'm talking about monetization in that chapter. So I talk about affiliate marketing and I talk about how to start affiliate marketing. Not surprisingly, being the affiliate guy, guess what chapter is the longest in the book? <laughs> because guess which chapter got the most cut from it when I ha had to edit it? It was definitely chapter nine. We cut half the chapter because it was like 50,000 words long. It was a book in and of itself. Uh, now, here's a little hint. Uh, the next book will be all about that. It'll be a lot of the stuff that we had to cut, you know, plus some elaboration there. So that's a whole different thing. So this is step one. You know, this is step one. This is like, okay, uh, how do you, how do you even clarify who you help? Who do you clarify who your audience is? How do you learn how to lead them? How do you learn how to capture their attention in a noisy world? How do you create a community? Step two will be more into that monetization piece. So this is, think of this book as how do you go from zero to maybe even six figures, low six figures, but that's about as far as this book's going to take you. So I'll just say this. If you're a seven-figure entrepreneur, book's probably not for you. Go buy it for somebody who needs it, though. You know, I just say that. But it's probably not for you. I'm running an $8 million business. Don't buy the book. <laughs> you know, it's not going to serve you. Buy it for somebody else. Um, the next book, of course, will be more on that. Like, okay, how do you now go into more mm. of the affiliate side? How do you go from making $100,000 a year to making a million dollars a year? The next book will be the, okay, how do you now rapidly scale? We touch on it a little bit in step 10, start your own affiliate program. And I share some of the benefits, but if, if all I, you know, if all I wrote was the seven pages I write about running an affiliate program in this book, and that was my mm. life's message about affiliate management, I'm leaving a few things out, you know, mm. like your team gets more than that in five minutes of coaching with me. You mm -hmm. know? And yeah. so- yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question, like that's how it ties in. There is a lot of that in the book because again, it's there's a lot about monetization. To answer your question about how this ties into kind of my bigger, you know, business goals. Um, yeah, we primarily, our, our business is primarily coaching people on affiliate marketing and coaching people on affiliate management. Uh, most people in the world, 99.9% .9 of the world is not ready for me. So this book helps them get there. You know, if I can get them to start a blog, to start a, a YouTube channel, to start a podcast, 
to, to grow an audience, to get their first thousand or two subscribers. Chapter four, step four in the book. I, if you read it and follow what I teach in that, by the time you finish the book, you'll have 500 subscribers. Are you going to have 10,000? Probably not but you can go full time with a business with a couple thousand mm. subscribers. You do not, there's a, there's a lie out there that says, you know, you need a hundred thousand people. No, you don't. I know people who make six figures with 3000 people on their list. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can go full time with a few thousand people. You can have that within a couple of months of reading this book. And so if I take you to that, naturally you're going to want to take the next level. Nobody goes, you know, I'm running a $60,000 business and, making a little bit of an impact on the world. I want to stop now. No, you go, mm -hmm. I want to have more impact. I want to make more money. I want to make, have more influence. So you're going to go to the next level and, and hopefully subsequent books will, will take you along there. That's cool. That makes sense. So the, the, the sequential kind of way of, you've got the big passion impact book that will also accelerate people towards the next book or working with you further. And then it, it kind of reminds me of, I remember John hearing a story about John Warillo, who wrote a couple of great books, Built to Sell. And then that last chapter, it sounds kind of similar to what you're describing. The last chapter was about recurring revenue in your business. And he got so many questions about that one chapter that he then went on to write The Automatic Customer, which is yeah. about having recurring revenue in your business, right? And so it sounds kind of similar where it's like, I'm sure you already and will get so many questions about that last chapter on affiliate management. And then that goes straight into uh, the big yeah. book that kind of comes after that. So like I said, in the original manuscript, I mean, chap step nine was almost 50,000 words and we cut it down wow, to about 12,000. Yeah, exactly. We cut it down yeah. to about 12, 13,000 words. The whole book is, you know, about 82,000, um, yeah, you know, which a is solid book. It's almost 300 pages. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. it's a fraction of what I originally wrote. And so naturally, uh, I've already got uh, roughly half of the next book written because it's just stuff that we cut from this one. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, so that's the good news. And so it, it, it's very sequential. And it's, you know, like there's 10 steps in this. Uh, I think of it as like the first step, the first eight steps are very complete. They are complete. They are done. Like you are, you are good to go with those eight steps. Yeah. nine and 10. It's, it's just like anything in life. It's like, it's like, you know, how do you play football? I could, I could explain to you how to play football in an hour, how to play soccer in about an hour. But now like our daughters in travel soccer and the, the, like I coach our son. So he's seven. I coach our son at seven. When I watch his, when I coach his practices, what versus what they're doing in the 11 year old practices, it's night and day. Mm. You know, I, I told, like I told my daughter, she's like, why don't you coach me? I'm like, I can't, mm. you are better than I am. I can't mm. coach you at this. So that's what the next yeah. two books are. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I want to circle back to affiliate stuff here in a bit and talk and unpack sure. kind of affiliate marketing. But first, I, I, I want to ask one more question on your process. So uh, I think you did an awesome job of, of something that we teach is, is building buzz by mm -hmm. creating in public. Um, yeah. Stole and that from you. Actually, it, <laughs> well, then right back. Like I think as I was writing this book, published the most recent book, I, one of the, the, the 30 day rough draft challenge was I think inspired because about that time um, you were posting daily your word count. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is genius. We need to include this in this challenge and have people post their word count daily. So you, you wrote in public and shared a lot along the way. What was the thought behind that? And then what were a couple of the biggest benefits from doing that? Yeah, well, to, to kind of set the stage for that, 
you have to understand, I wrote this book in probably the busiest season of my life business-wise. Uh, I had about a week and a half at the beginning of that season that was over my Christmas break. Every year from right before Christmas through the first week of New Year's, I take off completely. And I started it then. And I was writing for like an hour and 20 minutes in the morning every day, cranking out stuff. I mean, I made it through, I don't know, maybe 24,000, 25,000 words out of what ended up being a 120,000 word manuscript that we cut back, like I said. Um, and I made so much progress, but now I'm like, I, I don't have an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half a day. I, I just don't have it. And we came up with, uh, I, I met with our, our COO, uh, our operations manager, who's also a productivity guru. He has his own productivity platform. I'm like, what do I do, man? And he's like, he's like, you write for, he's like, find amount of time you can just write for every day. And I was like 20 minutes. He's like, then write for 20 minutes. And we actually decided on 17 minutes. It, whenever I hit a stopping point after 17 minutes, I was done. So if I hit it at 17.03, I was done. That gave me two minutes and 57 seconds to just kind of go through. I'm not going to edit, but I'm going to kind of just, okay. And then I like to type the next sentence out, leave that kind of that cliffhanger in my mind, right? And that was it. If I stopped at 19 and a half, I stopped at 19 and a half. Like that was it. I stopped when the timer went off 17 minutes. Like you don't have to write for hours. You do not have to be a professional writer. You're the biggest proof of that. You know, you talk about the, your whole book is about the fact that you don't have to, it's not about going to a cabin somewhere and writing for two weeks. You can do that if you, if you, if you're able to, if I waited to do that, the book would still not be written. Like you and I wouldn't be talking right now. They just would not, it would never have happened. I'm never going to have that kind of time, you know, with my business. So I wrote for 17 minutes a day and I'm like, well, I need to hold myself accountable, you know, to this. And admittedly, I know what I'm doing. I'm building buzz. <laughs> you know, I'm not stupid. I know that this is like the pre-pre-sell, you know, the two years in advance selling of the book. So every day I took a screenshot, I popped open the word count. I, I popped in a screenshot, posted it on Facebook. And, you know, it, it was kind of interesting because like every time I would post, there would be more people commenting. And more people, and I started getting DMs like, dude, I'm stealing this. I'm doing this. Uh, do you mind if I do like mind if you do this? You know? And it was, it was crazy. It started taking on a life of its own. I started getting messages like, are you almost done? When does it come out? Do you have a publisher yet? You know, whatever the thing is, like what asking for, how'd you write this? How'd you do this? Like, tell, can you can you send me your rough draft? I'd help like to help you edit it, you know. Um, and we hired a professional editor, but I also had I crowdsourced the editing too. So I had extra eyeballs on it for concepts that maybe an ed, a professional editor is not going to catch. And it was this amazing process and it was 17 minutes a day. So that was my thinking was, yes, the building buzz, but more than anything, I knew at the end of the day, if I didn't post a number that was higher than yesterday, I was going to actually get messages saying, where's your word count? Where's your word count? Where's your word count? You know? And uh, so it, it worked. I mean, the book got done, it took me about, I think it was 98 days uh, to get it done. But I, I, an initial about 10 day sprint or, you know, about an hour, 20, hour and a half a day, and then 17 minutes a day, every single day after that. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right. So if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement.
That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. Um, this, I love that 17 minute a day method. Um, let's switch gears to uh, some affiliate management stuff. Because uh, yeah. I think this will be really helpful for folks. And it's something that we don't talk about a lot on the podcast. So can you give a big picture on what is affiliate, what is affiliate management and having affiliates and, yeah. and or affiliate marketing, I guess I should say, and how can authors tap into this uh, for, um, for marketing their books? And this will probably segue into some of the stuff you're doing to, to launch this book. Yeah. And, you know, we've done this for so many others. Like we did it with Lewis Howes. We did it with uh, Brian Tracy. We did it with uh, people you've never heard of. Uh, Jeff Goins. I mean, that's how you and I, uh, not connected initially, but kind of how we really took that next step and how we ended up working with you is, you know, Jeff calls me up one day and he's like, you do affiliate management. Can you run the affiliate stuff for my book? And I'm like, I never thought about this for a book, but yeah, sure. And I remember he's like, you know, he had a publisher. He worked with Thomas Nelson. He's like, I got to tell them how many books I'm going to sell. And I said, 15,000. He's like, I can't tell them 15,000. My last book sold 3,000. I'm like, 15,000. He's like, I can't do it. I'm like, you tell them 15,000 or I'm not working with you. I need you all in on this. So we did 22,000 pre-orders. Uh, you know, they almost didn't print enough. You know, he told them 15,000. I think they printed 25, you know, and he almost like, this was back before it was harder to print, meaning, you know, we have nowhere now as we're recording this, there's, I was just talking with somebody, they said there was a shortage of paper. Like they had to push back their pub dates. How do we run out of paper in America? But that's a whole different thing. Like paper, you know, I'm not an expert, but how do you run out of paper? And so anyway, so that was the genesis. And we started working with all these people on their book launches. And, and effectively, if I can describe this in, in the simplest possible terms, uh, newsflash, when you're coming out with your first book, Unless you are like an uber celebrity, you're probably not going to get major media. In fact, you probably aren't even more than likely going to get featured on Fox, you know, 42 in Des Moines, Iowa. All right. You're not. It's just reality. And people aren't clamoring to interview podcasts, you know, do podcasts with people they've never heard of. You'll get a few if you, you know, if you do the right stuff, you'll get a few, but it's really, really hard. So we would, we leverage affiliates, you know, we're expecting 80 to 90% of our sales to come from affiliates. And so how that works is uh, number one, you know, you got to get the affiliates and uh, the, the simplest way to do that. There's a whole process I could take you through, but the simplest way we've got a, a report that you can download. Just uh, if you go to mattmcwames.com forward slash first 100 F I R S T one zero zero, and it walks you through where to find affiliates. Uh, so you reach out to people that you know, people that you don't know, you find people who promoted similar books. Uh, I call it the Amazon rabbit trail. You know, you go to Amazon. If your book's already up on Amazon, here's the thing. Amazon will tell you their AI is unreal. They will tell you all the books that are just like yours. So then you click on that one and then you go find somebody that promoted that book. And then you go down the rabbit trail and you keep clicking until you just get tired. You can find thousands of potential affiliates that way. Okay. So that's step one. You find the affiliates. Step two, they have to have a way to make money and they are not going to make money selling your book. Think of your book as a low ticket, a low priced lead magnet. All right. It is an attraction thing. It's an easy thing for them to sell. All right. It is, it's a $20 product, 15 to $25 product. I think the hardcover of mine's like $24. I and mean, if you think about that, unlike a thousand dollar course where people might bookmark it, come back to it a week later and go, should I buy it? I don't know. They talk to their wife. Very few people are having existential debates about whether or not to buy a book. 
So it's an easy thing for them to sell. Then they buy the book and it needs to take them through a sales funnel. And I know you know all this, Chandler, and you, you teach this stuff, but that's where the affiliates make money is on the back end sales. So like for ours, for instance, we have tons of pre-order stuff. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, if you go through an affiliate, you're going to go through a sales funnel and you're going to get offered some other stuff. And if you buy any of that stuff, the affiliate is going to make a commission. So that's how they make their money. And so step one, you find the affiliate. Step two, you build the funnel. And then step three is you, you engage your affiliates, right? This is the affiliate management piece of the puzzle, right? You stay in contact with them. You let them in behind the scenes. When you do your unboxing video, you know, when you get the, the box with your books, send that to your affiliates. Let them know how excited you are about the book. Um, record a video reminding them of the important dates. You know, for ours, for example, right now I'm already recording videos reminding them like, Hey, make sure the podcast drop in the first couple of weeks of December. Here's the launch schedule. Here's when it's important because we have, you know, my book launches on January 10th. So there's that Christmas holiday thing kind of messes it up a little bit because it gets noisy there. Uh, we don't really want to go early in November because there's the midterm elections and that's going to suck up the news cycle for a couple of weeks. So we're teaching them like, here's why you don't do this and why you do this, how to promote it. We created, then we have 57 social media graphics for them. You know, like all these things that we have for them, we're giving them all these resources, we're giving them swipe copy, you know, which is email copy that they can copy and paste and tweak to fit their audience. We got four different versions, we got some for the entrepreneur, for the established entrepreneur, but you know, isn't quite we got the two different audiences I mentioned earlier, they're passionate, but they're not profitable and they're profitable, not passionate. And we got another one uh, that's got a faith-based angle to it because we have a lot of faith-based affiliates and there's a, it's not a faith-based book at all, but there is a underlying current there for some of those people. And so we've got all these different, you know, resources for our affiliates to help them succeed because if they can sell, you know, if, if, if we get a hundred affiliates who each sell 50 books, my math correct, that's 5,000 books, you know, having that army of people. Now, of course we want 300 affiliates to sell, you know, 50 books, but, you know, even, even at low levels, you know, 50 affiliates selling 20 books, I mean, it's a thousand books, just like that, if you do it mm. properly. Mm. And what's your take on, I know we were talking about this a little bit before the interview. What's your take on, cause you know, there's probably some people who are thinking, Hey, I'd, I'd love to do affiliate marketing either with my book or with mm -hmm. my business, but I, I don't, I don't know, or I'm not connected to these big heavy hitters. So maybe this is off limits for me. Uh, um, and then there's maybe people who have a lot of connections and they're like, hey, I should only focus on these big connections that I have. And yeah. should, I, should I go small? Should I go big? Like, what's your take on kind of the winning strategy for both of those avatars? You know, to, to address the one who's like, I got a lot of connections, maybe we should just go all in on affiliates. Like, I'm the affiliate guy. I built my entire brand on the affiliate side. I don't even think it should be all of your business. You know, I think you still need paid advertising. I think you still need SEO. I think you still need social media. Now in my business, you know, affiliate accounts for 70% of the business, but you know, I still have the 30% and try, I like that 30%. That pays for a lot of vacations. You know, it's nice. So I don't want to do away with that. So please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying just like only affiliates do all the other stuff. It's not either, or it's both. And all right. Uh, the flip side, you asked, like, what if I know nobody? You do not need to know anybody to go down the Amazon rabbit trail. All right. Would I, if I were picking a client and the client came to me and said, I have 500 people that I think could be potential affiliates. 
and client B came to me and said, I have zero, who would I rather work with? Well, the first one. <laughs> but when I started my very first affiliate program back in 2005, we didn't know anybody. We had zero connections. I had to invent this. Like there was like two blog posts about how to start an affiliate program. All right. There was no affiliate guy. I've got 512 episodes live right now, I think. There was nothing like my stuff back then because 17 years ago. So I kind of invented it. And a year and a half later, we're doing a million dollars a month. I, we didn't know anybody. I did it by doing exactly what I'm talking about. Now, not the Amazon rabbit trail. That's specifically for books. But we just reached out to our, our competitors' affiliates and said, here's why I think we're better. Do you want to come join us? We actually didn't pay more. I said, the reason we're better it's because we're going to treat you like a person, not a number. The reason we're better is you're going to have my cell phone number. You're going to get emails from me, not emails from the such and such affiliate team. That was, that was my only angle. I didn't have the angle of where you're going to make more money, you know, in the short term. So find that angle. But on the Amazon trail side, really what you're doing is you're saying, here's, here's the effective message, right? This is the gist of the email. And you can try different things, but the gist of the email is, hey, I saw that you promoted let's just say it's, you know, Joe Smith's how to grow hydroponic tomatoes book. <laughs> Weird example of where the heck that came from, but whatever, you know, here, how to grow, how to grow, uh, how to grow vegetables in an urban environment book. I've got a book about such and such that's similar in this way, but different in this way. Wondered if you'd be interested in sharing it with your audience. By the way, we've got, you know, possible affiliate commissions for you to earn or a way for you to earn, you know, some money doing so. Let me know if you're interested. That's the gist. I don't need to know Sally. I don't need to know her when I reach out to her. The connection is I saw that you already promoted something that's similar to my thing. I know we don't know each other. Are you open to a conversation? And this is the big key when you reach out with this email, especially these cold emails, don't ask them to say yes. Don't, don't try to get a yes response. from. And it sounds counterintuitive. Don't try to get a yes response. Just try to get them to say, tell me more. Or I'm interested. Because that opens up a conversation. Because if you've ever gotten an email that if you're those of you watching on video, I'm like a whole page long, right? You got a 500 word email from somebody you don't know. What do you do with it immediately? Delete. Click that trash can icon. You never read it. But if I write you a three sentence email, hey, I saw you promoted such and such. Just wondering if you're interested in possibly sharing this with your audience. You go, hmm, uh, tell me more. Or can I have some more info? Now you've invited me to write you a six to 10 sentence, not a 17 paragraph, but a six to 10 sentence email about how it would benefit me to promote that and benefit my audience. So you've opened up a conversation. So you don't have to know anybody. And, and if you do have connections, then leverage those connections, leverage groups, um, leverage connections of connections. You know, once you start getting affiliates, ask those affiliates, hey, do you know anybody who might be a good fit to promote this book? That should be your number one source of new affiliates. Mm. Once you get, even if you get 10, you go get 10, you should get five to 10 more. You worked your butt off to get the 10. The next yeah, five yeah. to 10 should be easy. It's simple. You send an email, hey, you know anybody? And then they'll send some people. And the cool thing is that becomes, it perpetuates itself because now you take those five mm -hmm. to 10 and you send them the same email. Next thing you know, you got 32 affiliates and you really only worked your butt off to get 10 of them. And so- to answer the last question, <laughs> I'm on a roll. Uh, to answer the last question, like big or small, it's all of the above. You know, yeah, if you can get, if you can lay in yourself a whale of an affiliate who can drive 3,000 books, sign me up for that program, right? But the majority of your book sales, majority of any sales from your affiliate program are going to come from the small to medium sized affiliates. It's, we, mm. we call it creating an army. 
you know, and the beauty to that army is my hope is this is not your last book. You know, you wrote this book. This is, I know this ain't my last book. I already talked about that. Mm -hmm. I have at least three more in me in the next four years. Uh, We were talking as a team last week, we're launching three more books in the next four years. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want 90% or more of the affiliates that promote this book to promote my next one. Mm. And that way, if I, if I lose, you know, a few, if I lose even a big one, that big one probably made up 5% of my sales. So I go, ah, darn it. You know, that kind of sucked, but it's not the end of the world. And I see that people make that mistake. They're like, I got 50 really big ones. Awesome. The odds of you getting all 50 of them back next time are slim to none. So you got to go out and build yourself an army. So you have that, you know, that perpetual growth. Mm, That's great. Um, We're coming up on our time. So I'll only, I'll ask a couple, couple final questions. One is just super, super practical and and personal. So, you know, we have a, we'll do a few million dollars in sales from our affiliates and partners at SPS this year. What's the one thing that you would do if you were us to take that number closer to six to 10 million in uh, 2023. Man, what am I supposed to talk to your team about next? That's on the agenda. I can't tell you that now. Um, honestly, I, I, I'll share what I've already told them. Uh, so I, I can't, I cannot answer with one. I can answer with two because they're, they're connected. Mm-hmm. Number one, make it, and you know this, make it ridiculously easy for your affiliates. And I know there's some tech, you know, some tech stuff. And this applies to anybody. So I'll just open it up like, you got to make it stupid easy for your affiliates. The sign up process, the onboarding process, the getting their resources process, and make it easy for your team to be able to scale rapidly. Like mm. to be able to add two, three, four, five hundred affiliates in the next six months. And then the second thing is, you know, doing what we we call you know open open events. So whether whether it's a launch or webinars or summits or whatever, doesn't matter. Workshop, doesn't matter what, what you're doing, but doing them open. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, you guys have succeeded as a lot of people have by doing these one-on-one webinars where, you know, you have Joe Smith and he hosts the webinar and Joe's on and Joe offers, you know, a really good bonus and, and, and Joe's sending it to him. It's a very homogenous audience, but it's very limiting because the, the reality is the majority, I shared this with you earlier, like, Look at like our clients, the overwhelming majority, 60, 70, 80% of their sales come from people that are not big enough to do that individual webinar. They're going to drive two, three, four sales. And, and you can't do, you can't do a bunch of webinars that generate three sales, but can you have 30 of them do one webinar that generates 90 sales? Mm, yeah. That sounds yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. And so you do these open, these open webinars and it creates this buzz. Then the webinars themselves become like mini launches. Like we just did this. Mm. Uh, I don't think you'd mind me mentioning his name. Cause he, oh, he's, he told me I could mention anything I wanted to Joseph Michael, who I know, you know, mm-hmm. and you guys are going to do some stuff together, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did first one, been working with them for just a couple of weeks. First open webinar. I think, I think it was like, it ended up being, what we did was we did four, we do a four, four, four model. So four days of promo, Four days, you, then you have the webinar on the fourth day, four days of replay, four days of open cart. So it basically becomes like a 12-day launch. Now he has different products and things. So we do one of those every single month. Did the very first one, I think we did something like 60 or 70 or 80 sales. I don't remember the exact number. I think there was 45 live on the webinar, another 20 from the replay and another 20 from open cart. And so that was all from like, not, no affiliate had more than like four sales. 
it's just a boatload of people with one, two, three, four sales, but on a whole 80 sales, you know? And so that Super creates smart. that, it creates that vibe for the affiliates, you know, and that, and he's doing it. There's like 500, a thousand people on the webinar. So he's stoked and the energy levels up and the comments are going like, boom, 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 boom. Every time he says, leave a comment, instead of there being like 14 people, and it's kind of like a, you know, a dead room, they're going so fast. You can't even keep up with them. You know, so that, that would be my advice, which I've already that's talked awesome. about. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> we got our, we got our, our first group webinar next week, I think. Um, and so uh, as at the time of recording this, so um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, Matt, what will be your parting piece of advice, knowing what you know now, um, to the Matt of years ago, before you wrote this book and to all the other Matts who are thinking about writing um, their first book? Start it right now, like today. Write it for write for ten minutes. Don't write an outline. Just write, write the write the introduction. Um, I started with the dedication because I knew if I could write, it was weird because the, the dedication of the book is uh, the Steve Jobs quote. You know, the one the ones who will change the world are the crazy ones. And I wrote, you know, this is to the crazy ones who are who are bold enough to think they can change the world because you will. I may have butchered that. You have to go read the book. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I wrote that and went, I got it. Mm. The rest of this is going to be easy. I, I, I would have just, I would have written, you said, let's just say the mat of eight years ago, I would have written this book eight years ago. Mm. That's, that was the only advice I would get. It was like, start today. And mm. there are no, I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, I ran two launches, two product launches over $7 million, which I promised you are exhausting and time consuming as you can possibly imagine in the midst of my kids' soccer season while also going through a personal transformation in my health, all right? In the midst of a freaking pandemic. I don't want to hear excuses. <laughs> like, that's what I would tell myself 17 minutes a day. Maybe yours is 12 mm. minutes a day. I don't know, whatever it is, but just like start. Maybe I wrote it in 98. Maybe it takes you 150. But can you, like, if you think about it, like you in 12 minutes a day, in 30 days, you could be a fifth of the way done with your book. That's better than being 0%, which is where most people stay. So, I mean, that would be the only advice I give just start now. Like literally you are listening, turn me off, go buy the book first, pre-order the book. All right, pre-order the book, then turn this off and go start on the book. Don't do anything else until you finish the book, you know, in terms of like thinking about books and I'm going to write about it and studying it and just, uh, just want to just like do it. I mean, like I'm yeah. speaking to the choir, right? I mean, do it. Oh Yeah. I'm about to shout you down with some amens. Just get started. <laughs> um, there's never a perfect time. Hey, you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned pre-ordering the book. Where can people yeah. go to buy the book, to pre-order it, or if they're seeing this after the book's already come out, to 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 buy it and, and yeah. figure out all that all that good stuff. Yeah, super special link, guys. Passionsintoprofitsbook.com forward slash SPS. All right. Uh, what did we all just talk about? Y'all know what's going to happen. Do I need to clarify? No, I don't. You know what's going to happen, right? Uh, and so passionsintoprofitsbook.com forward slash SPS. Make sure you guys go there. Uh, grab a copy there. We got tons of extra goodies. Like whether you whether you make Chandler any money on the back end or not, <laughs> you know, uh, tons of, of freebies on the front end. Like, like uh, depending upon when you order, it's like almost $1,000 worth of pre-order bonuses. So uh, make sure you guys get it, get it while they're getting good. And uh, you can buy it through any of the major retailers and all that fun stuff too. So say that URL one more time, Matt. Passions into profits, book.com forward slash SPS. 
passions into profitsbook.com forward slash SBS. Check it out, guys. Grab a copy of the book. Matt, you're the man. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me, buddy. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.